Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. to episode 108 of Another Woodshop Podcast, a podcast single-handedly responsible for banning 13 athletes from the Winter Olympics for using performance-enhancing podcasts. What's up, boys? <laughs> PEPs. <laughs> PEPs, yeah. They Peeps. test for that now. Yeah, you got to test for like, PEPs. They play the intro, and if you start dancing, you're out. Yeah, they know. They know. I want to know how you come up with these. Do you, are, is this what you do all week? Hashtag you just think of these thoughts? intros? Hashtag legalized weed in Jersey. Hashtag. <laughs> Oof. No, it's mainly just shower thoughts. All yeah. right. No, I, don't I, want to I know will. About your come, I, I will use Siri to write these down because otherwise I can't think of them. Anyways, what's going on, boys? Well, speaking of hey. shower thoughts. Oh yeah. Patreon.com forward slash yes. another witch up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no big thanks to our new patrons over there. We got Rob Watson and Robert Fisher. So big thanks to them for Two joining, That's awesome. joining the Matt Army. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Scott Holland is... I think I mentioned him last time, but if I didn't, Scott, I apologize. Do it again. Scott, Rob, and Rob. Oh, twofer. Threefer. Yeah. Or if, yeah, I see what you're saying. For Rob. We yeah, think of you guys Scott. when we wash our hair in a shower. Yeah, right. That's a, oh, that's a Rob for... That's a Rob. It's been, we got a Rob off. Um, <laughs> so um, the, ne- <laughs> the uh, next thing that we do on this show... Very religiously, mm. as we talk about reviews. Oh, Black Betty, Ram, Lamb. And uh, this week we actually have reviews. So big thanks to oh. the reviewers who reviewed the show because we love reviews. Well, sometimes that's they're not what good, reviewers do. But this, they review the show. This one's from Claire, uh, Claire and Johnson. It's like Cheers had an open bar and microphone. That's the subject. Five mm. of, out of five, of course. No other option. Uh, I thought I was lost in a world of podcasts until I found my new home at AWP. I was transported to a fantasy world of woodshop magic and an amazing cast of characters. We have a bowtie king. Can I be Norm? Well, actually, you're the bowtie king, Daniel Dunlap. The man with caffeine running through his names. I'm assuming that's veins. Mike Coffee. That's me. Oh. And a man from a 3D printed dimension, Mystic Pizza. (laughs) Mystic is capitalizing... (laughs) Mystic Pizza is my stripper name. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. At the bear Would den. Would you like bear a slice? Is my catchphrase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. It's square. I hope cut. you like prison food and <laughs> and pizza. Okay. Um, uh, I I came I came to learn about stuff. I came to learn about shop stuff, and instead, I found like-minded people. Who knew there were other fans of tilters out there? <laughs> we know. There, there's just something about a person with a 15 degree tilt that really does it for these guys, and I'm here for it. Dang right. Sometimes Pulling the bevels. conversation goes off the rails, but when you've already heard three, when you're already three sheets to the win, W E N, it doesn't matter how you got to Margaritaville. Just pull up a seat at the bar and enjoy the show. That's right, Claren. <laughs> that's a great That's review. A metaphor, that's that probably the most perfect review. Probably we've had the best in a long review time. in a while. Yeah, it's been pretty good. 
they were all really about like medical like malformities and stuff for a long time. It was like it was, it was starting to get a little concerning yeah. to me. I found a significant lump on my left ball. Then I listened to AWP, and, and it's still there, but I forgot it's still about there, it. But I but I don't, but I can't afford medicine. No, uh, so big thanks to uh, the reviewers and the patrons. You guys are really good. Hey, we got one on yeah. Yelp. Oh, actually, shoot. we got two on Yelp. Shoot. Sorry. Shoot dang. Uh, we got one from Graham B. from Omaha, That's Nebraska. I think I know who this That's is. Graham Baird. I think I know who this is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he said, well, it's five star, first of all. Well, and he says, uh, it's not often that one considers changing careers. However, after listening to the fine purveyors of meh, <laughs> I am pretty sure I need to start start a bar that exclusively sells drinks that are mm. made with cheap margarita mix and apple Jolly Ranchers. Mm. Mm. This should, this should surely lead to a greater wealth acquisition than my current employment and any dreams of having a successful woodworking career. Thank you, Graham. We appreciate it, even though it was a slight attack on me. Uh, and then we got another one from James A. over in Southside, Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Texas. Make, make sure Are we going to it. Texas? Yeah. We're going to Texas okay. next week, actually. Uh. Well, well, the first part of his review is in a foreign language that I am not fluent in. Du hast! So, bear with me as I try to... <laughs> Sing uh, Ramstein? I believe it was Ramstein. As I try to uh, pronunciate... Pronounce? This. <laughs> and enunciate? <laughs> <laughs> pronunciate! Bear with me. Show title! I, I'm, not, Show title. I'm not real good at English, let alone this language, which says... Pronunci- Ray! Lori Aprende, estos tres hombres son la oh, más descaro yeah. de mi semana. Yeah. He's talking about, and that it's, clearly it's a, means... It's a show about what people who do woodworking on the weekend. No, it clearly <laughs> says that cl- promoted on... That clearly it says... Handle. Yeah, three no, 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 plus, no, no, no. Three I have plus. a... I have a... Woodmasters, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wood master. three, three million plus. <clears throat> uh, I have a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, the a caboose tumor. Nope. <laughs> I also have a tumor. Your hands uh, aren't helping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where it says what that means. Oh, translation. In it, a translation. Thank you very much. Jesus. Words are hard. <laughs> Pronunciation. Uh, translation. Just like a good yogurt. This show has culture and is my go-to listen for everything from parenting advice to marital advice. And just like yogurt, the fruit is at the bottom. Love you guys long time. My power top. That's from James A. Ah, thanks, James. Thank you, James. Thank you for providing both Everything that just went down is very confusing. Uh, Big thanks to all the reviewers. I think uh, that's it for reviews? From viewer. Barely newer. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, then how about this? What's up? May I may su- Okay, what? we'll have to play that twice. What's that, Dan? May you suggest one? I was gonna. I was gonna ask if everybody would send in their reviews in that f- weird foreign language from now on. Yeah, moving <laughs> forward, we actually request all <laughs> reviews come in Spanish. So, oh, was that Spanish? Um, I thought it, it was Russian. Sounded kind of like it. We don't want to say it because you were so aggressively about definitely it. Spanish. You were uh, definitely on the whole foreign train. Look, everyone's dying to know, guys. They want to know what's up, my bitch. So I think we're going to go around the corner here. Well, around the room. Around the corner. <laughs> I don't know what happened. That's where the fudge is made. The I, blanked, once. I blanked out. Uh, 
I would pronounce <clears throat> enunciate. What were you? What did you say? Pronunci- pronunciate. Pronunciate. <laughs> That's a word. Dan, could you pronunciate what you did this week? Uh, you're you're never gonna guess. Say it I with mean, words. First of all, uh, zero clearance inserts and bow ties. I don't know. I am the bow tie zero clearance insert king of Upper Sauber County, Nebraska, and the United States of America. So that's what I've been doing. Or the council reached out to you. Oh yeah, the uh, city council did reach out council to me member in Buffett. the live, in the live for our pre-show. So if you weren't in there, you missed out on great content. Regular chamber of commerce, that place. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I've been doing those, but aside from that. I actually delivered the Hackberry slab table. It was a bar height table. That thing looked incredible mm. in that space. That was I great. was very apprehensive when I got that slab to begin with because the client picked out that slab and I went and picked it up. And when I first got that slab with all the bug holes in it, I was the, like the what holes? really super not on board with that that slab at all it, it just looked really bad to <clears throat> really bad to me and after filling it with uh total boat uh thick set fathom it looked amazing and that is not a paid advertisement from total boat that stuff just looked worked like a dream it was fantastic although that table did soak up the the epoxy like a sponge because it basically was a sponge <laughs> so did nick's floor in it <laughs> <laughs> actually there wasn't a whole lot on nick's floor believe it or not um. Yeah. It's speaking of that. It's it's good to have that out of Nick's shop. I felt like a burden on Nick. So, uh, huge shout out to Nick for letting me use his shop for a short period of time. Uh, I delivered that. I also got a new uh client job. I'm gonna be working on some pocket doors for the same house that I'm doing the oak door the the oak entry door for. Uh, these pocket doors, obviously they're going to be custom, but they're going to be six feet by 10 feet <laughs> pocket doors. So Crazy. there's going to be two pocket doors. There's going to be two doors on either pocket. What's the standard? So I'm making for four, four of these. Do you know? Well, the architect asked for them to be an inch and three quarters. So that's pretty standard. I don't know what standard thickness yeah, is. That's probably standard. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to have to make these, uh, Really custom, really weird. So, whenever I get to that, come? should be well. They're going to be hanging from some tracks, mm. and that's going to be a lot of weight hanging from some tracks. So, I think what I'm going to have to do is are they shaker uh, style route? No There's panels. They're going to be they're going to be panels. They want them to be seamless. They want <laughs> no lines, no nothing on them. Primer and yeah. So I'm doing <clears throat> MDF, but I'm also going to inlay a hardwood piece up at the very top of the door so I could I can tap into the into the hardwood and have a very strong bite with like some inserts or or some bolts or whatever I need to do. Uh the client has yet to pick out the the wheel or the the structure to make them go on the rail. So barn door we'll see where hidden, that goes. Track, basically. Dan, yeah. May I <clears throat> may I recommend something? Please do. Very heavily petition petition the customer to let you choose the hardware. Because last time you got bit <laughs> on the butt with that whole thing. I we we talked about that and uh before they make any purchases, I'm going to give them the go ahead or yeah. the no go. So 
we're going to work together on that. They are buying it, but <clears throat> before they buy it, they're going to run it by me. Or just you buy it and work it into the so, price. Yeah. Anyway. They can't be trusted. Uh, that's been my week. It's been a pretty, pretty standard week. Not a whole lot of excitement. Although. Oh. There's more. Before before I go on, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, customer experience I had, actually. <clears throat> and I, I mentioned this in stories. We actually mentioned it last week uh, a little bit. We, it, it came up in the pre-show. I actually got a one-star review on Etsy during the pre-show, or at least I, I saw it during the pre-show. Somebody pointed it out. Uh, yeah, you're right, Pete. I got two one-star reviews, but same it came guy. from the same, same person. Yeah, yeah. Same person. <clears throat> And this guy was just, he was angry from the get-go. Even when he placed his order, he talked about how he wanted the the packaging airtight because his uh, postal service guy was awful. So that that was kind of a red flag in the beginning, but I made, I didn't even think about it. I was like, no big deal. I I package them airtight anyways. They're, they come in two layers of plastic, so no big deal. This guy, he was angry from the get-go. He was angry about the way I packaged him. He was angry about uh, them not being exactly perfect. First of all, when, whenever you order bow ties for me, you need to know, and they are listed as such, that they are raw material. It is a raw material. It's not a finished product. <clears throat> You're going to take these bow ties and then lay them in your product however you do it, either by hand or you you get a template from me. It's a raw material. So you have to do the finishing work. I I think that's pretty, pretty straightforward. It should be pretty obvious. Um, although, uh, going back to the client, um, it seems that I did make a mistake and I sent him the wrong uh, package. He ordered uh, walnut and I sent him oak instead. My fault. I took total blame. You know, I'm a human. I make mistakes. You know, I, I've gotten a thousand sales and I have only made that mistake once that I know of. So I think that's pretty dang good. Um, if I ever make a mistake like that, if you just reach out to me, I will I will happily like rectify the situation. I will send you the the, the right product. No questions asked in a hurry. And hopefully that'll take care of the situation. But uh, it, he just had complaints up and down about everything so i tried to reach out to him i did my best i was super polite you know and i said uh i'm really sorry this happened i'm sorry that you feel this way what can i do to make it better how can i improve my service going forward yada yada and it was just an onslaught of like negativity and it just it went downhill from there so i said in my stories on ig that good customer service starts with the customer. If you want good customer service, (laughs) if you start out the interaction by just being a complete jerk, you know, it's not going to go well. You, you are talking to a human on the other side, an actual person. And you know, we're reactionary. Humans are reactionary. So if, if you want a good reaction, you have to start out with a good reaction. So anyway, if you want to know more about that situation, you can reach out to me personally. But that's one of the things that kind of kept me busy this week. And that guy continues to message me, <clears throat> continues to message me on Etsy. Wow. He, like, won't stop. It's uh, it's a real unfortunate situation. That's crazy. 
I, I did everything that I could to try to rectify the situation. He's been nothing but negative, and this is where we are. So anyway, and I, we, Pete, I want to hear about your week. Sure. Or do you and, have and questions? And I'll say, no, like, I, I can confirm Dan literally sent us screenshots. I sent you guys everything. all the all these screen grabs. Because I, I, I messaged Dan last week after he, he was talking about that whole thing, and I said, here's the script I send to people that, you know, like, hey, this, whatever. Dan basically sent his version of it saying, like, Hey, I saw you left a review. Thank you for that. Uh, I want to know how I can earn a five-star review next time, whatever. And this person went completely the opposite direction. Like, like as if Dan insulted him to his face. So Yeah, he, he even accused me of sending him the wrong product on purpose <laughs> to save a few bucks. No, you do. <laughs> Come on, Why man. Why do that? You know, look at the what reviews. What kind of oak did the... he get? So he ordered no, zebra wood and he ordered walnut. Walnut, but what white, what oak did he get? Was it white oak? I gave I gave him white oak quarter. I don't know white what this oak. guy is where this what world this guy's in, but right now in the world, white oak is more expensive than walnut. That's just a fact. <laughs> so, that's a, that's something I kind of like glossed over. He ordered zebra wood and he ordered walnut, but I accidentally sent him oak instead of walnut. Oak's the more expensive one, but he, cheaper. He confused the zebra wood for walnut, and he was mad about not getting walnut over the oak. So he thought the zebra wood was walnut right. and he thought the oak should have been the walnut and <clears throat> yeah it was just it was just a real woods. well the, the, one of the things he said in his, his review was i don't know who he thinks he is but i'm no noob but he didn't know the difference between <laughs> this babinga looks <laughs> terrible <laughs> <laughs> man i want to ma- i want to have a good customer experience for all my customers but man that one was a it was. It was just not going to be positive. It was it right, not. Though. You handled it right. Anyway, yeah. sorry. No, I hate it's to fine. go I on. I just and wanted on to about back you up on that. Like, I know we all like joke around with Dan being a loose cannon sometimes, but like, no, like Dan handled. I could be a little bit of a loose cannon. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I've been. I've been. I've been uh, described by other friends as the outdoor dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and it's just wild card. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, yes. i'm charlie yep no he's he's an outdoor dog cut the he's like cut the, uh, cut the brakes in the van and jump out the back if you ever watch the <laughs> intro to the flintstones where dino gets kicked out and then he goes in a house and he kicks out fred that's dan and max basically yeah, yeah, yeah. he belongs outside <laughs> oh oh yeah, i forgot about max's incident oh, actually, talk about yeah. that that was actually big uh yeah Quick, you got five seconds. so i was sitting on the couch and I heard a commotion and Max come walking around the couch and he was he was struggling like real hard and it scared the crap out of me. It turns out he had a, he probably I haven't confirmed we haven't been able to confirm it, but I think Max had a seizure. So I had to rush him to the 24 hour ER vet. Yeah, so we've been keeping a real close eye on him and giving him all the treats. Hmm. He's fine now, though. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad he's okay. It's, it's, um, yeah, you and me both. I'd be a, I'd be a train wreck. So what's, uh, funny is, so we just got our cat, uh, kind of on the same subject. Uh, we got, we got our cat about like a month ago and today I'm like, I'm working in the living room. She's laying next to me and she, her eyes are like kind of open. Like cats sleep sometimes with their eyes kind of open. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, she starts just shaking. Like it looked like she was running, but she starts just like her whole body's vibrating. And I was like. Hey, you okay? Like I start petting her and then I'm like, Hey Binks, you okay? And I like shove her a little bit and I like shake her and she's a rag doll. 
And I'm like, what is happening to my cat? My first thought was she's having a seizure or something like that or whatever. I think she was just like passed out and running in her sleep, like legit passed out, but gave oh, me yeah, a little heart attack. I was like, dang it. It's usually, you know, it's a cat. Like you'll, <laughs> Was you'll, this before or after my, my situation? This was today. This was earlier oh, today. So yeah. you were like, oh God. Usually, you know, like I'll type too, it's a thing. Hit enter too hard and the cat's like, meh, yeah. what? You know, so I was a little shocked that she didn't wake up and I shoved her. Anyways, aside from pets, um, my work, what's on the, what's on my week bench is pretty quick. Uh, we got the dust collector assembled. Uh, I installed all the parts that were missing. Now I'm, I'm fighting kind of with the layout. I have the room for it, but the thing is between the bulk of the machine and where the port comes out, I'm kind of limited on the spots I can have it in, uh, because it's, it's the two spots that I could have it in is near machines that need an in-feed and out-feed, like my joiner or a miter station. So I've been kind of figuring out where that's going to go and get all my ducting sorted out. I did a ton of stories yesterday. I apologize to everyone that was watching. There was like probably like 20 stories Ugh, of me just trying about to... time you apologize I know, I'm sorry. for your story. Um, it was just dots above my head when I was doing the stories. But just trying <laughs> to get everyone's input and kind of laying out all the different options. I actually had some really, really good input. And uh, and all the classic, you know, everyone telling me all the stuff that I know. But a lot of people gave me some really good advice on where to put it and what to do. Uh, that got me thinking about where to lay out my shop. My shop. And I was kind of overthinking having it really far away from all the main tools because I'm like, why am I going to do this long run? But it's a straight long run with gradual sweeps. If, you know, if I'm not going to lose that many CFMs, even if it's on the other side of the shop. It's a two by or 21 by 21 shop. It's not like I'm running it from 30, 40 feet away or something. So um, we're going to see uh, tomorrow, I'm going to move it into a different spot in a shop that's actually going to be kind of dead center between the two doors where my bandsaw is right now. And I'll move the bandsaw to where the dust collector is and essentially really? try to figure out if, if I want to just shoot it at a 45 towards the ceiling and split it off to everywhere. I think I I left off of your stories at you putting it by the window so and that's where it is the right panel now. to the that other side. spot one that I wanted to sort out. That panel that does would move? Actually, the what? The panel does move? The panel can be moved. So I was thinking about on the machine, you could actually, the, the sides are interchangeable. You can move it over technically. It's not something to advertise, but you could just switch it over to the other side. It's got all the latches for the uh, HEPA doors and stuff. So you could swap the panels out. So essentially the control board is on one side. I would have to flip it around to the other side if I kept it in the one location. But the nice thing about that that spot is all of the major tools that use a four-inch input that need proper dust collection, table saw, joiner, planer are all in that one side of the shop. And I would literally have to run 15 feet of pipe, not even for that one side of the shop, which would be like be nothing, nice. but then just do a four inch or maybe a six inch even um, offshoot that'll just kind of run over to the other side of the shop just for some of the other tools. Um, or if I put it in the center of the shop, I'll run a six inch up to the ceiling and just duct everything down from that. But whatever. we'll figure that out. It's a lot of laying stuff out. I'll do it tomorrow and this weekend. Jake's coming over, so he's going to help me out, uh, knock out. That's the other thing. I'm almost done with these uh, stupid ice climbing tools. I officially requoted the customer for the hours that I actually need to work on these going forward. So I told him I'll honor the price that I gave you. And, but going forward, if you but want to. But times it by two. <laughs> actually more. Because realistically, <laughs> that's what it came out to. Like I'm like, here's the thing. I'll give you a discount on my shop rate to this for this volume. But I still need it to be like it basically be over double what they're paying right now. I'm like, if you can't do it, that's fine. It's one less thing I have to worry about. If you want to do it, great. And I can actually afford to like, you know, have a friend come over and help me out a little bit once in a while. So uh, everybody wins that way, except the <laughs> the customer. 
but uh, they get a great product and it gets done very well and professionally. So those are almost done out of my shop. Uh, I'm, and I want to get them all done before, or at least to a really good stopping point before we go over to uh, Texas next week. I'm super stoked for that. It's going to be really exciting. I just like seeing you guys and there's going to be some other cool people there. So there's that. Um, I'm going to grab your butts. Oh, I'm going to grab your butts so hard. <laughs> In our brand new AWP underwear. Hey, hey, hey. check business. out the AWP Etsy store. They're not. They're definitely not. They're twenty three dollars a <laughs> pair. They're not happening. <laughs> um, and what else? Uh, so yeah, because I'm doing the whole dust collection thing, I'm actually reorganizing my shop. And I spent the last two days throwing out so much stuff. I threw out probably six garbage bags worth of random items that were in my shop from like my dad hoarding stuff and me like like oh I might use it at the new house. Guess what? You didn't trash. So I've been tossing a lot of stuff. I've been going full my coffee on coffee on everything. We're like, well, I don't use it and I can buy it. I'm going to toss it. So uh, I just want to clean house and uh, it's helping out in the shop. So that's getting done. And uh, uh, oh, and I talked to the city today uh, or town because we're in a small town uh, about building a shop on a property. And I basically, I mean, I don't have anything official yet. I'm not building a shop this year, but uh, they basically just gave me the full green light. They're like, oh, yeah, for what you're doing, this size, they're like, yeah, you could go up to six, uh, oh, sorry, was it 1,300 square feet. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. And then basically they just gave me some like small regulations. But they're like, yeah, you like you. we can basically list you as like an agricult- uh, agricultural because of where you are. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah, you can have as many accessory buildings as you want as long as it's this percentage of your property and you're fine. I'm like, awesome. And the guy was, was super helpful. He's like, whenever you do it, let us know. We'll walk you through the whole process, help you out. We have some people that we can recommend, whatever. I'm like, this is amazing. I've never had a city employee be this helpful ever in my Usually life. Usually they're there to tell you what you can't do. Never to tell you what you can't do. This guy was like telling <clears throat> me what I can do. And he's like, yeah, that's very exciting. Like, I'm, I, like, I hope <clears throat> you can get it done. Like, let us know whenever, you know, whether it's this year or in the future. I'm like, cool. So this is my like three to five year plan. I was like, I'm probably going to put a shop on a property, but it's good to know that the, the, the town just is like all in favor. They're like, yeah, yeah, go, go live your best life. <laughs> like, yes. Awesome. Um, but that's it. Just been, um, dealing with the uh, positive fallout from my Etsy class, which has been great. Everyone that watched the class or joined it last week. Thank you. Uh, I've had amazing, um, feedback from the video that's on YouTube. It's helping me grow a little bit too. I got a decent amount of subs there. Uh, some watch time because I'm trying to monetize on there. So that's helping out. Um, and if you haven't seen it, go check out the video. And uh, and Mike's also going to be teaching a class soon too. He'll probably talk about it. So that's all I got. Mike, what do you got? Uh, well, this week's been weird. Um, I got a laser. My laser was delivered on Tuesday. Really excited about my new laser. Uh, it's huge, like really huge. Um, yeah, it is. Like, it's because you, you lost all that weight. Yeah. You see the pictures and online and I guess I haven't seen this machine in person, but my friend Ty has like a 20 by 28 bed. And I was like, man, that's a big machine. And now I have a 36 by 51 bed. And, uh, this is a huge machine. And, uh, today we got kind of rained out. We're doing a lot of MDF work today, unfortunately. Uh, well, not unfortunately. We're doing a bunch of MDF work for a customer, um, but we can't really work on it when it's raining like this because we have to move stuff between buildings and uh, the MDF doesn't like water. So Matt and I ended up uh, – Sean didn't come in today. Matt and I ended up working on just the laser. We got a bunch of website orders done today, but we, we worked on the laser. We got the laser all hooked up. Um, I need to get the – I ordered a new exhaust fan for it. I ordered the AC Infinity 8-inch <clears throat> guy. Um 
and uh, I think I'm going to move my big air compressor into the with the shop or with the uh, laser. I like that setup a lot. It's going to be nice. I still have the smaller California air in the sh- in the main shop, but um, yeah, that's the plan with that. So I have that new AC Infinity coming on Sunday. So I'll get that hooked up Sunday night. I think I'll probably spend my evening out there just kind of working on that. Uh, it's going to be a nice warm Sunday. This Sunday, it's going to be like 78 or something like that. So I'll just open up the garage and just kind of hang out there, get the garage cleaned up, get things set up for in there. It's going to be nice here on Sunday as well. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to barbecue oh, and just nice kind of work too. on that. It's going to be good. So um, <clears throat> what what else? Oh, this week I made a file and I started released a new product on the store for a base plate for the DeWalt cordless i I assume the cordless and the corded have the same exact base plate so but it's for the dewalt trim router uh a bunch of people bought those this week so big thanks to everyone who supported me on that i really appreciate it if you want to check that out go to my website on coffeecustombuilds.com forward slash shop uh but that's over there i also um put out a file for a zero clearance insert for the capex uh dan is actually the uh the person you go to to get the physical copy of it made if you want to get a a Capex zero clearance insert, go to Dan. Uh, Dan's doing all that. He's using my design. I know it works. Uh, several people have bought it and they've been very happy with it. So um, that's great. I made a stool file, a little kids or camping stool. I actually I make a stool every morning. Yeah. I made this kid's stool for these uh, this events customer and uh, uh, Pat over at Pine Baron was like, man, that'd be great for camping. And I was like, mm, that's how that's getting marketed. So it's a, it's a kid's stool <laughs> slash camping stool. And uh, that Dave Grohl, he's pretty smart. I like that. He's a good dude. Um, but uh, yeah, I've sold, I don't know how many copies of that file. God, it's sold, it's sold like selling like gangbusters. So thanks to everyone who bought that file a bunch. I really appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, that's going good. Doing a bunch of stuff for the events company. Uh, they have asked me to start pricing up finishing all these pieces, which was not part of what we discussed at all. That was not the plan. Um, that is something I would love to provide a service for them on, but it's MDF and a lot of plywood. So we're having to, uh, MDF, if you don't know, it is very porous. And, uh, when you spray water-based finishes on there, it likes to soak it up and, uh, get really swollen and it messes up the, the wood pretty bad. Well, you know, I use wood you know, pretty liberally. It's not really wood. It's mostly glue and sawdust. So, um, we're trying to figure that out. So we're doing some tests. We did, uh, we did some shellac based primer yesterday. And, uh, that is, I think the route we're going to go. I had Sean today. He didn't come in today, but I had him run to home Depot with his company credit card. (laughs) Uh, he he went to home Depot and picked up a new, um, what's the one you have, Dan, the Graco. Yeah. The Graco. He bought the Graco, but mm-hmm. it's not cordless. It's corded and it has like a hopper attached to it or something. I don't yeah, know. I have that same one. Is it okay? It's not cordless. You have the, the cordless one? one is like crazy expensive compared to the the cordless the corded one. Oh really? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Well, anyway, we got this was like two eighty or something. I don't know. Anyway, he yeah. picked that up yeah. today. You like that one, right? Yeah, it's it's good for thicker thicker more. That's all I got it for finishes. was for this primer because we're gonna spray sure. primer on it and then. I'm going to try to push latex paint through my Fuji, which I believe I should. Everyone's like, yeah, I have no problem with it. But we tried pushing primer and it was just no good. It was just like. Yeah, you got to thin it down. But that's what that Graco is for. I mean, yeah, that, that Graco is money for that. I'll use the Graco just for the primer and then I'll just clean it with like paint thinner. Oh, wait, wait. No, it's a shellac base. So I'll clean it with acetone. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll clean it out with acetone. But anyway, whatever. Trying to figure all that stuff out. I also actually reached out to a, a, a shop. Uh, that was recommended to me 
by a buddy of mine. His name's Oscar with Naughty Dog Woodshop. He recommended, he uses a finishing shop. He does cabinets. Um, this guy is just a finishing shop. It's him and, and his wife and his wife's sister or something like that. They just do finishing. They got a big warehouse down there. So I uh, reached out to them to see what they would charge for this work because honestly, I'd really like to avoid it if I could. I want to take care of my customers. So if we can sub it out and have someone else do the work, then that's going to be money for everyone because that's what those guys do and they're professionals. So um, don't be afraid to sub work out. That's a, a good model. It exists for a reason. Um, let's see what else happened this week. Um, oh, I started talking to a metal building company. Um, I have a concrete guy coming out tomorrow. I also have my friend Dan, who is uh, a contractor. Hi. Not Dan Dunlap. His name's Dan Miser. He is uh, he he's done some of the remodel work around my house. I'm I'm getting prices right now for a concrete slab for this metal building. Um, I've kind of come to the decision that I don't really want to do an addition on my shop. Um, I don't really want to do an addition on my shop. I want to build a separate, much larger building on my property. Uh, I want to build a big steel building on my property. And it's not something I can do right now. It's not in the cards. It'd be irresponsible to try to do that right now. It just wouldn't make sense. It'd be a lot of money. So for right now, I need to figure out stopgap solutions. And that for me right now is to put a slab on my property and a smaller steel building where I can put uh, my new CNC and the new flattening machine that I'm going to be getting in the summer. So um, <clears throat> that's what that's going to be. That room is that that building will just be for that. That'll allow me to remove the CNC out of the main shop. We can put the bandsaws over there. I'll finally be able to put my jointer and planer next to each other, which is how they really should be for milling situations. And I can move my table saw over, and it's going to be a much better scenario in the shop. Will you will you put down a new cement slab for this building? Yeah, that's what the guy's coming for tomorrow. So um, oh, okay. It's, okay, that's what he, that's what the. That's what I was saying at the beginning. So the con- contractor's coming tomorrow, and my buddy Dan is uh, – if you had listened to the podcast, um, you could know the answer. <laughs> Tell me you didn't listen without telling yeah. me you didn't no, listen. No, my buddy – my right. friend Dan, who is not you, his name is Dan Miser. He's a contractor. He's going to be doing the concrete, uh, but he's giving me a price on the concrete. I had another guy giving me a price on the gotcha. concrete. So there'll be – This is awkward. It will need footings. Um, it will need footings. Actually, I don't know that this building will need – but I'm going to have him put in footings just so it's a good slab. And uh, it'll be a bit, a little bit bigger than the building that I'll be putting on there. I also want to do an overhang canopy where I can park the tractor underneath. So uh, we got some. We're nice. trying to figure some stuff out. Yeah, that'll be nice to park it all over there. You know the breezeway on the left side of my shop that I'm actually because I'm not going as big now with this added building. But I'm gonna have that breezeway all the way through, which I think is gonna actually be really nice. So I can run so the tractor So it'll cut into there. that like driveway you have on the other side. Yeah. Exactly. Got it. So, um, will there be anyway, a garage door on that? There's going to be a ten by ten roll up door and a man door, and the man door will be facing the, <laughs> well, the back of the command. shop. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> the man door will be facing facing the shop back wall of the shop, and I'm going to put another door at the back wall of the shop with a. It'll have an overhang like a breeze, like mm-hmm. an overhang like canopy thing yeah. where you can walk between them. So, um, it'll be nice too because the CNC. The CNC is a slab flattener and the dust, it all gets kind of loud. And what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to run the dust collection into that other building as well and just put all the dust collection under one roof so it's not in the shop anymore. The noise maker. That'll be, yeah, that's what I'll yeah, do. Just put every, all the Probably noisy stuff are. out there. Yeah, the man, man door. Now, so what, that's what's going like, So are you going to be doing like a like a awning or big overhang on any side just like in front of that one entrance or like over the whole side? Because I – so 
I like the idea of like, you know what uh, April Wilkerson has? She literally has like the full length of the shop. She's got a like a patio almost to do work in a rain or whatever. I will do I want to do that on both sides, yeah. One side oh, will nice. be okay. for the park the tractor on under, and mm-hmm. then the other one will have that area where we can work out there and just kind of spray stuff and work Got on it, stuff okay. out there. So hang out, have cigars. Yeah, I want to actually have an beer. area where we can hang out and I can barbecue on Fridays with the guys. So I'd really like to like end up the week, like we wrap up the week, I can barbecue and we can hang out. Because Matt, my cousin, he lives like five minutes away. Sean's moving up here. He inherited his dad's place, which is not far from me. It's not super close. But, you know, him him and his family could come up and we could all barbecue on Fridays. I'd really like to create a nice work environment for all of us. You know, wrap up the week, kill it for the week, and then we get to barbecue and stuff. So anyway, I got plans for that. So that's what's going on in this week. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. I think that's it. Who cares if there is, Let's right? get through the questions. We got a lot of them today. Yeah, we got to get a lot of questions going here. We got a bunch of questions. And we have just a bunch of voicemails that aren't questions. So we're going to get to all these things. Um, The international, uh, AWP international. Yeah, the first first (laughs) voicemail is from Andrew Smith. Here's Andrew's question. Hey, guys. Andrew Smith here from Smith Builds on Instagram also known as Randrew in the Thursday chat when I show up. Um, had a thought about mm-hmm. uh, some updates on things you guys might be using from a software perspective. So, you know, any part of your business, any part of your oper- operation, is there any new piece of software? Is there any software that you started using that you really like, that you think everybody should know about, or do you think is the best for the application? So right now I'm using Lightburn to run my laser. And I'm using uh, Shaper 3D on my iPad and on my Windows machines for design work. Um, what about your CNCs? What's your preferred software there? I know Mike's big into Jobber. Are there any other options? Pete, what do you use for what you do? Dan, what do you use for what you do? Appreciate your thoughts, guys. Thanks. Pete. Uh, okay, so I'll kind of go into things that I don't use anymore. and uh, And I think it's the same for all of us. I don't use any follower tracking and metrics no. app anymore. Those were like huge two years ago. I feel like a lot of people were using them. And like pe- websites like display purposes, like finding relevant hashtags for yourself and all that stuff. I think all of us have turned to like more like loosey-goosey. Like let's just do it. Like use five usually to ten relevant hashtags. At least that's for me. I use, eh. I use maybe five or so relevant hashtags and post whatever feels right. Like I've, I've stopped just ch- chasing that number. So that's something I cut out just to give you an idea. Um, as far as what I'm using, uh, Fusion 360 for all of my design work. I want to try out Shaper a little more, but I haven't done it beyond just like playing around on the iPad a little bit. I, um, I'm using Prusa Slicer for slicing my files for 3D printing. That can be used for any Prusa machine or any other 3D printer. It's actually remarkable. If you have a 3D printer, look into it. It's free, completely free. Um, using Aspire, uh, Vetric Aspire for CNC work. And I use Lightburn for laser work. And I started using uh, Procreate a little bit, playing around with it more because I want to start doing some um, some like SVG files and things in there as well, which you can do. Uh, I was going to use Affinity Designer, but I found out that you can do a lot of that in Procreate. So that's what I'm using. And um, OBS for recording videos and stuff if you're trying to get good quality recordings with you in them too when you're explaining stuff. Dan. I use Vetric Expire mm-hmm. for CNC. License expired. Uh, it, yeah. Vetric Expire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. English is my second language. Pronunciate. Pronunciate. 
It's a show title. 100%. I use Vetric Aspire for my CNC. I do a lot of my designing right inside of there. Um, I've tried to use Shaper and and Fusion 360, and it's just a little too much for me at this point, but... The the way I've been at, uh, designing stuff in Aspire is actually working. I actually had a, somebody send me a message recently asking how I've been designing the inserts and stuff that I've been making. And it's super convoluted, but it's working. So it's just basically a lot of squares and a lot of measuring. and, and Measuring. It's just really weird. Um, I don't have a whole lot of other software to add to Pete's list, but I will say... If you are running a business, and because it's just the, this time of year where, where your taxes should be uh, sent in, you should you should have your taxes done at this point, unless you filed an extension. Oh, yeah. um, one of the one of the best apps that I bought in the last several years is Mile IQ. It is a mileage tracking app for your business, and it's fan freaking tastic. Get yourself. A mileage tracking app, even if that's not Mile IQ, I think you can get that through. I want to say QuickBooks or something. QuickBooks has it built in. Yeah, but get yourself some sort of mileage tracking app because that is a huge chunk of money you're leaving on the table if you're not tracking every single mile. And I think I pay sixty five dollars a year for that, worth every penny, every stinking penny. That's my big takeaway or my big piece of advice. Michael. It's great pizza advice. Um, I use a lot of software um, for my business. So I got uh, QuickBooks, which I think is very important for most businesses, at, at least at a small business size, <clears throat> unless you have a full firm taking care of all that for you. Obviously, I use Jobber. Really love Jobber. That helps. That makes my customer's experience really nice. Um, I use Shaper for design work. I use Aspire for CAD. Nope, for CAM um, and CAD. I do some CAD in, in Aspire. Uh, like Dan was saying, like the two-dimensional stuff, it really is easy just to slap it out in oh, Aspire. You just easy. drop some squares, cut some things, make some things fit, make it look how you want, top down. I mean, it's just fine. So <clears throat> lots of profiles are getting done in there. Um, I don't know that it's software, but I'm on a Squarespace site now, and I actually really enjoy the Squarespace app. Um I'm on Etsy. Oh, yeah. I'm on Etsy as well. So I, I have this Etsy app. It's very similar in the, that vein. It's a bit cleaner to use, um, but it's similar. I can quickly add an item to my store. <clears throat> I can quickly fulfill orders, stuff like that. It's great. I love that kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, obviously we use Audacity for the podcast. I use Final Cut Pro for all my content. Um, light burn for my laser. I'm just going across here, Shaper. I, I have Fusion, but I actually have canceled my Fusion subscription because the paid portions of Fusion I just don't find myself using anymore. Um, I do use Affinity for a lot of stuff. Um, I've kind of not used as much as I had thought I would use it when I bought it. So I don't know if that I recommend the Affinity suite so much. Um, it's not bad. It's got a lot of stuff in there, like a lot more stuff than I'll ever use. I just don't know that for our industry that it's really a necessary program to buy, but it is nice to have if I need to do some like, uh, like really down and dirty, like photo editing or real down and dirty design work. If I want to make like a really nice, um, piece of marketing material, I'll use their publisher. Affinity publisher is really nice. Um, 
Zoom's big. And then I do a lot of shipping. I know these guys do too, but I use an app called Parcel to track all of my shipping, whether it's whatever it is going out. Everything I send out to customers too, I track it on there. Um, it automatically goes into that. And I do that just so I know that they got their stuff so I don't get some weird phone call, um, especially some of the more expensive items. Um, and then that's kind of it, I guess. And you guys went deep with some of the apps and stuff. Oh, yeah. I got one more. Canva. Yeah. Get on Canva. Canva, yeah, free, yeah all the free time. Free version of Canva is amazing. People pe- legitimately use it for like their presentations as like a PDF creator. Yeah. I use it. I use it for. Uh, well, I used it to design my media kit. I use it to design T-shirt yeah. stuff every Canva's now and then. Fantastic. Emma teaches me something new in Canva every single month. I'm like, it's fantastic. It's, it's so robust that software. It is. It's really great. So that's. I, our I just answers. wanted to throw in the word robust. Robots. Yep. Mm. Right, next. Underbust. Uh, the next voicemail is from Charity Miller. Hello Charity there. Miller. My name is Charity. And I'm with a sweet idea. My husband is Jacob Miller with a sweet shop. And I'm calling to say, I don't think he should be listening to your podcast anymore. Because anytime he listens to it, he wants to buy another tool. He wants to spend more money. He wants to take on more and do more things. And grow and get better. But it's just the two of us. He can't do everything. There's going to be no more room in the shop. We're not going to have any money if he keeps buying all the tools and keeps wanting to play things around. He just sold to CNC today. And now he wants, he's got another one coming. All because you three. You three are a bad influence and I don't appreciate it. And I think you should be more conservative when you advise your listeners on what things they should buy and what things they shouldn't. That's all I'm saying. Just be more conservative. Stop giving him bad ideas. Man, these mail uh, order Dan, play- Dan why, go ahead. Why did you play that? Why did you play that? Uh, because you specifically true. said that will create really good banter. And then it you will. said, what's the word you made up earlier? I heard it for kind. Then you said pronunciate. Pronunciate. <laughs> pronunciate. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know what your guys' ta- uh, rebuttal Jake is, is here. Jake is a big boy. Hey, he can, we uh, all recommended he can buy the whatever Onefinity. he wants. We all told him to get the Onefinity up from the Shape Oko, and he went for top shelf. Yeah, he went full Laguna. Jake and I have had some off-the-show conversations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As did we. <laughs> we gave him good advice, and he went... He went to Mike. Coffee. <laughs> so you never go full we can't coffee. help you charity you should know that you never go full coffee this isn't our fault this isn't on yeah. our fault this is on mike Man, really these mail order I mean, brides we played are this, uppity guys Oof. we <laughs> we played this question so we could have a uh intervention with mike actually so yeah. all right the next uh, one is no, from but Kimani. in all seriousness we oh, always okay. recommend something reasonable <laughs> and then like what you should get like let's be real right if you can afford it like, that's what you should get you know, you don't get need to eat meat this week. the best thing your business can afford. Yeah, yeah just get some Always. veggies and tofu. You'll be fine. You got a CNC now. Like, it, it makes money. It sure does. Sure what does. a great tool. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next voicemail is from Kimani von Strayhorn. He has a very important public service announcement to get to. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Never mind. Um, hey, guys. Uh, Quick question and a request. Uh, in light of 
you know, recent and continual events, uh, would you guys be able to take a moment and kind of remind your listeners to uh, protect their accounts by setting up multi-factor authentication? Um, you know, most recently, uh, Starbond looks like they had their account hacked. Um, some other people also have had their account hacked. So, um, you know, you guys kind of have a good audience to just remind because we're all in the maker community and they're targeting a lot of you know, people in our area. Um, and since that is kind of a serious uh, subject to lighten it up a little bit, have you guys uh, had someone try to scam you? And more so, what's the stupidest uh, scam someone's ever tried to run on you? Um, thanks, and uh, everybody stay safe out there. Pete, have you ever been scammed so, or had someone try to scam knock, you? Knock on wood, I've never been scammed. As an IT professional, I have to tell everyone, get two-step verification, set up a authenticator app. If you want to get a duo for your phone, it's an authenticator app. You can get the six digits. Do it I your phone. The, just, uh, the Microsoft authenticator. That's another yeah, just, piece of do software Do one of I them. Do, just get one of them. At least, at the very least, set up two-step authentication. I got Etsy on it, Facebook, Instagram, I have all of them. Fusion. Yeah. Everything's on there through authenticator. If Here's the thing. I because I work in IT and again, knock on wood, I can, Do you work in I can IT? totally be I can totally be scammed, but I just make I'm, my password the same for everything. That's dumb. Hunter too. Tip-tip. That way <laughs> it's super easy for very, me. Very, Hunter very Biden too. <laughs> <laughs> Bri- and then uh, secret security code is briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laptop. Laptop. <laughs> but the, the thing is, like, guys, like, seriously, set up this because, like, it, brands are falling for this because they have loosey goosey regulations. Because I bet I know what happened with with Starbucks, and I want to talk about that. But they're not the first brand to have this happen to them. We've had some other accounts. Essentially, anytime something doesn't feel right, if you have an auto, like, if you have an iPhone or even Android phone, your web browser, if your password doesn't autofill when you go to the website that you clicked after clicking a weird link, maybe you don't put yeah. in your password. It's probably yeah. not the site, you know, then go type in like facebook.com or instagram.com. And if that populates your, your stuff like, yeah, just look at the browser. Like, this is a serious conversation for me. Cause like, like don't get scammed guys. Like be extra cautious. We, we had an issue recently where like, uh, Emma's Apple ID just got locked. I don't know. It just got locked. We think it was an app locking it cause it kept trying to log in, but we took no chances. We reset everything, took off, deleted all the devices, relogged in from scratch it took five minutes of work and we know she's safe. Just take the extra time to do it. As far as getting scammed, I have not gotten scammed, knock on wood. And the dumbest scams are the people that reach out that have like their private accounts or their, their, they've like three followers and they're like, I am representing Nike. Oh man. And I'm working with <laughs> Logan Paul for three million followers and I can get you followers. And I'm like, go F yourself. You're an idiot. Why would this even ever work? Come on. Dummy. I don't know. It's got to work. That's why I they keep doing it, right? That's it. what's really sad. I just, yeah. I, if that, if that tactic didn't work, you go they wouldn't do it. I know, but Ugh. it just makes me mad that people are that stupid. Sorry, people that are stupid. Ouch. <laughs> there goes all our boomer followers. All right. Oh, oh, all right. oh our Facebook friends. Who's going to visit my farm? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to visit my farm? Uh. <laughs> Dan, you go. Yeah, get yourself the two-factor authentication. Oh my gosh, it's so simple. It's it's like one of the easiest things to do to protect yourself online, at least with your social media accounts and stuff. Um, I've never been scammed. 
Wait, no, this take po- that back. We got you on this podcast. Yeah, I got. I, I'm on the podcast, but I did fall for a $99 Dewalt planer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I fell for that. I jumped on that sucker. I was like, 99 bucks. That's a typo. I'm Cheap buying that Engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about the only time I've ever been scammed. I had to. Uh, well, I think a lot I, of people. I was going to try that to, one, didn't they? Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. several. People people did. Did. I mean, that was a real good deal. Did you get your money back <laughs> like, though. It never went through. Oh, I just, okay, I okay. It, the the money never went through, and then what I ended up doing was just uh, canceling the card and getting a new card altogether yeah. with a whole new number and everything. So. Yeah, but you know, I see, I see all kinds of dumb scams now. You know, with my, I feel like we're all three the same. We all have a, a pretty decent followership now on any social media platform. We get all kinds of scams and crap thrown at us all dozens the time. Every week, dozens. We're talking dozens per day. It's oh, yeah, per day, ridiculous. Honestly. Between posts, and just red and flags are going off like all over the place. So yeah, it. You know, we we see the gamut, and it's hard to pinpoint one or or the other for what's the dumbest. So, Mike, what do you got to say? What do you got to add? <laughs> so, I uh, this is completely hearsay on my part, but Starbond got their account locked. So they have a bunch of people that are on that account. Uh, I've I talked to them pretty regular. Well, I don't really talk to the Instagram account very much anymore because so many different people have their hands on that account. <laughs> I deal with one person on on email. I, I try to only deal on email with any brand ever, but uh, they have so many people handling that account. I'm guessing that someone got let go and the credentials were compromised. That's my guess. Uh, that's obviously a guess of mine and it has no – I don't know what happened. It doesn't matter. Either way, whatever happened is a huge bummer for them and that's a huge bummer. This happened to Laguna. Laguna a yep. couple years ago actually had their account – uh, taken away that, from them yeah. and they had to they started Laguna Gallery or something terrible Instagram account name of it for a while um, but then they finally got it back but yeah I mean these things happen for reals like uh, Guy Dunlap lost his account and uh, yep. and then no relation yeah no no relation um, Dan Guylap lost his account that was crazy um, <laughs> no, no um, yeah it was uh, you know these things happen so just be smart and the dumbest scam – I mean almost literally every day it's like this random account like Pete was saying or I don't know if Dan said. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. This show's boring. But uh, yeah. I was – it was – no. It, it's always like this account with like a bunch of weird stuff in it and then uh, it's like, hello, my gorgeous darling. You know, and it's always like something – and it's <laughs> like a link. Darling gorgeous yeah. are like yeah, the it's, key words. Yeah, it's, it's super <laughs> weird. Or but the, the WhatsApp. The, the oh. most – yeah. Oh, man. WhatsApp, good – God, I, I wish we hadn't so been much. roped into WhatsApp. Holy cow. I never had that up until we just recently I've got onto it. I've had it before. It. And it's just I didn't worse. have it either, and now I have it. it. I'm like, like, oh, God. nonstop spam Darling? Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, the dumbest one of recent note is I was informed by the Laguna uh, Instagram page that I had won the giveaway uh, that I was a part of. <laughs> it was like a Laguna. L a g o o n a. It was like uh, you've won the giveaway, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm one of the people giving stuff away in it. They're like, ah, <laughs> they just deleted the account. <laughs> anyway, 
several people uh, gave away their credit card information on that giveaway. One of them was oh our listeners, gosh, actually. Come on. One of them was a listener of ours. Uh, he gave his credit card information to that scam account. So, anyway, these Don't give happen. your credit card information away to those. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You give away, you're not giving a credit card. So, uh, anyways, some people don't have that. I don't want to use the phrase common sense because it's going to sound um, like I'm talking down to them. But some people don't have that in them and they don't understand that like the internet is really a dirty place so people will take advantage of you as fast as they can and find any way to take make money off you so speaking of that go to my website i got these new router plates up uh so no <laughs> no uh, but yeah people will take well, advantage i will of, take your credit card but you'll yeah, actually yeah. get something well i won't take it but a trusted third party processor will third no, party but but get your get your uh get your two factor on your phones it's you should be Matter doing fact, that for three as many factor I, get three factor yeah yeah, actually, I heard that they're actually just releasing the federal. If you're the scared, Fed just did fear four factor. factor. Fear, fa- fear factor. <laughs> My fear. password is just X's. Fear factor authentication. Fear factor. <laughs> you have to eat a cockroach if you want yeah. to log into the That's the only way to get the code. Uh, <laughs> there's your show title right there. Fear factor authentication. Fear, fear factor authentication. <laughs> All right, it's, Dan just wants pronunciate to go away. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> Get rid of that. We'll just do a giveaway so we can use that as a code phrase. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, well, we should uh, give away the answer to the next question. Mike. Yeah, we should get into the next question. Yeah. It's taking way too. And the long. winner is everyone. Uh, the winner is Scott Holland, and he has this to say. Hey guys, it's Scott from Elevated Wood Design in Idaho. I'm just sitting here burning all my ambrosia pine to stay warm because it's a blizzard. Oh my gosh. I, first of all, Pete, loved you in the movie Fist Fight. It was great. Mike, you liked Thrice. That's awesome. That's true. Dan, you're pretty neat. Anyway, my question is, I went to Workbench and I found a lot of value in hanging out and meeting makers and going to classes and just learning. I recently dove in headfirst and went full-time woodworking instead of ER nursing. Um, I was just wondering if you guys are planning any maker meetups or anything like that in Salt Lake area or yeah, I'd like to just come hang out and, and learn, learn, you know, it's, it's a pretty cool community. So anyway, have a good one. Bye. We aren't specifically planning one in Salt Lake city. We have kicked it around, but we're not against it. No, we'd love to do it for sure. I mean, I, I know I would. I'm sure these. Guys I mean, there were once upon a time we were talking about yeah. going to Salt Lake. Let's just say we have by... a home base over there. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Macbeth was going to be. We were going to be doing one with. with no, nah, really should talk to Macbeth about that. Anyway, lefties. Yeah, maybe we can stay at lefties. I don't. Wanna, I mean, yeah, we just get AWPs at lefties. He's got like 29 kids. I'm not staying with him. I, he is Mormon after all. <laughs> is he? Yeah, I don't know. He's not going to hand me a book. I just don't get it. No, it'd be nice. The odds be, are the odds are ever in his favor of lefties being Mormon if he up there, and Brandy's up there, and Build Like a Chick uh, is up there. There's there's a good maker either. community yeah. up there, yeah. and yeah, there's there, mountains. There's mountains up there. There's a, a lake, I like with mountains. a lot of salt. No, it, it'd be really nice. Um, I would really like to do a meetup down here soon in the summer. I know that we kind of tentatively mentioned it's that. It's a short drive from Salt Lake, really. Yeah, Your place, long flight. I mean, um, what are we planning this year? We're definitely gonna going to. Um, Maker camp. Yes. Um, there's, we're probably going to end up at Mike's or Dan's at some point this year. Maker camp is out by me, so we're going to meet up there. Um, 
I'd love to have one at, at the farm this summer. I, with a I bunch foresee of one happening. This I'd like year to come back. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that'd be really good. I, I think we can get a lot of. I promise, uh, I won't punch any walls. Yeah, oh, we'll probably have a meetup at Dan's next time he drops something on the floor and he's too tired to I know pick a it drywall up. Guy. We'll probably have to like all come out there and help him. <laughs> yeah, I will. The expectation will be set for this next trip when you guys come out. I won't expect Dan to do anything. Uh, well, so there's no. I would uh, love. I honestly would love to do some meetups in some spots that we haven't been to. Like, you know, it, yeah, it's a bummer that we're not in, in um, Austin a little longer because we could do a little meetup there. But like, that I'd would be, be super fun I'd if we were there. Hundred percent, be down for Salt Lake because I think there's a big maker community there. That and we I could, hear like, same thing about uh, like Salt Lake City in that area. Like, there's a lot of makers sure. out there. We could do a weekend. I mean, honestly, we could go up there Friday night, leave Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon, and be yeah. like just make it's kind a of a out mistake of on our part for not leaving Saturday. From Austin. Oh, Austin? I think it's because- We all they, got real- We all got a bunch of stuff to do. It's because like, that wouldn't be there. covered. I know. If we left after- Well, the flights- not, well, no, no, Oh, that the, night? We just grabbed the, one room. Yeah. One night. I mean, whatever. Who cares? All of that was it's very like, rushed. I think it was That very, was very rushed. None of that rushed. was planned. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That, anyway Sorry, guys. That, it's not like we don't want to see you guys. It was literally yeah, last Scott, minute Scott, we don't have anything specifically planned for Salt Lake City, but we definitely would love to do something in Salt Lake City, I think is the answer to that. So I'll be at either Friends of the Farm- uh, that's going to be hosted by um, uh, Barbara from Hickory Homestead Creations or um, also uh, the Pineys. So Pine Baron uh, Palette Works and uh, Sawdust Gypsy, they're hosting. They're actually doing a maker event uh, in September, I think. 23rd or wow. 24th, 25th, one, one of those. At their place or? No, they actually got it. They, they So they keep talking about it. They, they got a whole spot lined up they're building a bunch of stuff for it there's going to be vendors coming out uh essentially it's just gonna be like a meetup and vendor event that they're trying to put together it's really cool and i'm I'm really proud of them for like putting this together it's gonna be dope (laughs) but if you're in jersey it's happening in september so much excite it'd be fun to go to that it'd be really tough to pull off but it'd be really this fall is going to be real bonkers we got our 10-year anniversary and we're trying to do a big. Oh, we've only here. been together for two and a half. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Um. Anyways, it's him and Luna. Joke, Dan, you're off. Uh, big, big. That's it for our question. Oh no, you want to read the question in the in the uh, email there, Dan? Or you want me I to certainly it? do. Okay. Kind of crazy question is that? Hold on, let me open it up. It's right Pronunciate. here. I got it. I got it right here. This comes from Doug Schreifer over on IG. There's one he in says, the uh, emails as well from Mike Lydon, FYI. Well, I'm s- I'm uh, saying this one first. Yeah, 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 for sure. Doug says, hey, guys, I have a couple of questions. I'm hoping you can point me in the right direction. I'm a hobbyist woodworker, primarily making items for friends and family, but have aspirations to turning it into a side hustle when I can get things to calm down at the day job. I'm currently... In a fortunate position that while I'm in a small shop, it's outfitted nicely. Saw stop table saw. Yo, Doug, hit me up for a zero clearance answer. Uh, hammer combo machine, a Harvey bandsaw, etc. And I make a few extra bucks building shipping crates for my day job. I'm on, I'm on the fence about my next purchase between a Shaper Origin, which I could use to make templates to build some, some of my furniture projects, and used to personalize items to sell in the future. Or do I take that money invested in a Onefinity? If I go the Onefinity route, is it worth getting their laser? Or should I look at something else? Doug. <clears throat> Pete, what do you think? Should he get a shaper instead of a Onefinity? 
I would. And if he were to get a Onefinity, should he get the laser? I'm going to say this all depends on the size of your shop and if you can actually comfortably fit a Onefinity in there. And if you're going to. He did say he has a small shop. So that's the thing. Like, you're, you know, if you're looking to do like CNC stuff, you're going to want to get a Onefinity. Or shoot, even a Shapoko, if you can't fit the full size bed, you want to get something smaller, I do still recommend a Shapoko. Um, and honestly, yeah, that laser is a little overpriced for what it is. But yeah, get the laser. It, to kill two birds with one stone. You know, if you just need to do some engravings, um, it, for that cost of entry, it's not bad. You could also look like at like a Ortor. They're not that expensive. A lot of people use them. They swear by them. They're only a few hundred bucks. Uh, so that might be worth looking into. But if you just need to do some inlays and some smaller projects and whatnot, yeah, get the shape for Origin. If you can't fit that full-size CNC in there and if it's something that you're going to just do once in a while highly recommend it and i think mike had some recommendations on what to get with it so i'm gonna to toss it to you for what the shaper for the shaper origin yeah oh they just have a bench with that so they have a bench that actually um uh i'm trying to explain this so there's that this bench tape is preloaded with those dots or the yeah tape, the, right? you have to what buy this tape, tape to yeah. use the shaper um but the bench has the dots in them like in the table, so you don't have to like mm-hmm. reuse the tape. Like if you have to take the shaper away from the bench, you have to use this tape, and the tape's not, from my understanding, particularly cheap. So um, also just keep in mind, like with a shaper, uh, very cool machine, very powerful. You're doing all the work. It's just keeping you from with. It just creates constraints for you. Mm-hmm. So you're doing all this work. There is no. It's not dry. It's not moving itself along. You're you're doing all this right. stuff yourself. So keep in mind and create your expectation, uh, or uh, know what the expectation is going to be. I should say, or have an expectation. It's 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 not a CNC machine. It's a handheld, portable, computerized router. Uh, is what I would describe it as. So, um, also in terms of getting the, if you do go go the Onefinity mm-hmm. route. Um, the laser, so the lasers that get attached to CNCs, I have zero experience with, but I never, ever have seen people ranting and raving about those. (laughs) So I don't, I, I never see people going, man, I'm glad I did that. Or this, this thing works great. It's always like, yeah, it does the job that I needed to do. I see that for engraving. You're not going to cut anything good with it. No, it's not going to cut anything. literally just for engraving. Um, if you're gonna do really some personal marking, not even engraving. Yeah, it's from marking. It's not really engraving. You're not you're not getting a a uh, a below the surface score. You're getting an on the surface color change to the sure, wood. I yeah. think is what you're getting. Yep. So, um, understand that expectation as well. My my this guy. Um, who's the question from? Uh, Doug, Doug Schreifer. Doug, you sound like you're a man with a career and who has a decent income. Uh, your shop may be small, but I think that you can find ways to make the space for the machine you need. And in my opinion, you need to get the Onefinity. I think that if you find yourself in a situation where you 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 could get where you feel like, oh, I should have got the shaper. I feel like maybe you're in a position where you could just get both and it'd be all right. So um, if you're having 100%. fun with it, just just do it. So um, just have fun and do the thing that brings joy to your life. I mean, there's no reason for you not to have both. Uh, but I would say start out with the Onefinity. And if you find out that you're in a situation where you feel you need the $2,500 investment, then do it. It's 2500 bucks. It's whatever. So uh, Daniel? Onefinity first, absolutely. Uh, if you're going to make money 
with that, you're going to make money with the Onefinity before you make money with the Shaper, in my opinion. I agree. The Shaper is a very nice and powerful tool, <laughs> like Mike said, but it's pretty constrained in its application. Ooh. And I, I don't No, I think that the Onefinity no, can those kind are big of words. do more. I really like, I like, how, that's a good description of it. Constrained in its, I faded off after that, but so it was many good. Syllables. Yeah. Sorry, good. my buzz is, is wearing off. So I'm, <laughs> I'm saying big words. So now. bring it up, let's wrap it up. <laughs> but uh i think you're gonna you're gonna find more uses with the onefinity over yep. the shaper coming from a onefinity owner like myself i have never once looked at my onefinity and said man i wish i would have had the shaper instead no it's a that's different not tool. a thing that's ever crossed my mind i will however say man having the shaper would be a nice addition just for but the onefinity has paid for itself four or five times over. And I feel like it's just a better investment. And as far as the laser goes, like Mike and Pete said, it's not it's not going to be a huge upgrade. You're not going to be able to cut anything with it. You're barely marking the wood. So get it, but don't expect a whole lot from it. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yep. And then uh, we have one on the emails. Um, I can read that one, Dan. I've got it here from Michael Lydon. On a serious note, I just got the, speaking of Onefinity, the Onefinity journeyman needed to get some extension cables as I'm setting the control box on the right side. I have zero experience with CNC. Are there any setup considerations I should think about before I plug this uh, B in? Uh, also, after I surface my wasteboard, any recommendations <clears throat> on an easy file to cut that will help me to get the hang of it? As always, I never miss a week and love the show. P.S. Dan, good luck flying this time. Hope it's not like Rhode Island. Dan, I think he meant you. He meant me. Uh, (laughs) Lido. Lido. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw it over to you guys since I don't know what considerations there would be for the cabling. I will will tell you something that I learned. Um, So when I when I upgraded from the regular one affinity to the journeyman, which is the the longer rail, I went from the 32 inch rail to the 48 inch rail. Um, It took up every bit of space I had on on my actual table that I built. Keep in mind, I built that table before they released the journeyman. So I didn't know that that was coming. It was a journey journey boy table. (laughs) When I bought that. It just turned out that my table was just big enough to fit on there, and I couldn't fit the controller on there anymore. So I mounted the controller up underneath the the uh, the table, and when I did that, it can now it will not read the uh, the Wi-Fi signal from the uh, Onefinity controller anymore. So I have to do everything manually. What? Uh, which which is a bummer because yeah, it's. That thing runs Wi-Fi through a uh, Raspberry Pi. Pi. Thank you, Pete. And the antenna for that is super weak. I guess so. Six inches. It really is. Six inches. Um, Yeah, so when I mounted it up under the table, like, I can't can't get a signal from that thing anymore via Wi-Fi. So I have to uh, transfer everything via thumb drive, which is kind of uh, annoying, but something to keep in mind. Um, what else did he ask? Should I, oh, oh, an easy file. Just reach out to some people. Heck, I think, I think they, they include the Onefinity, Team Onefinity file on the controller, don't they? 
Yeah, they have like the when, to cut the thing again. Yeah. yeah. There's stuff that comes with like it'll be a little drop down. You can select your jobs. Yeah. There'll be a couple files in there. I think one yeah. or just make there's something, some, dude. Some files included. Make a square. But yeah, I, I agree with Mike. My first cuts were make like a, shapes, make a simple a file. Cut, circle, square, whatever, and I was measuring dimensions. Right. Or, you know, carve somebody's name or something in a piece of wood, you know, just play around with it, man. Get the hang of it. That's that's part of the fun of it, in my opinion. Pete, Absolutely. what say you? Uh, yeah, so Dan covered it pretty well. Uh, for the extended cables, I think Onefinity offers them, uh, but... They do. Hit up um, David Wirt. Uh, what's his handle? Rustic Joy. Rustic Joy, thank you. Um, yeah. Blanket on the handle. He got some uh, third-party cables made by a guy on Etsy, and apparently they were really good. Uh, and There's actually a lot of Onefinity accessories yeah, you, you can get You just get, on get like extended cables, which I'm actually considering because I'd want to maybe move the controller. Uh, but you can get that, so you don't have to go necessarily to them. Get that, you know, the table as close to Dead Nuts flat as you can get, and Dead Nuts square. Really measure the two corners to make sure that they're the same distance because that can cause a lot of issues with your CNC if they're not squared Truth. up, even more than your Facts. table dipping. Um, so, and then the thing is, like, even if your table dips, what I would do is when you get it, you build it, you put your uh, MDF, you know, wasteboard on it, surface it. And then surface it again in a month. Take off like a like a bee's PP uh, off of it just to surface it again. Because for mine, what happened with mine was apparently when I surfaced it, my back two corners lifted, and I didn't realize that. And then later I like nailed them down or whatever, like just to reattach them, and I didn't realize that they moved down. So my whole bed was screwed up again. So uh, the bed did move a little bit, and it screwed me up. So do that. As far as what files to cut. I mean, just cut, make some basic shapes in whatever uh, program you're using. Start doing some cuts. Get used to the speeds and feeds. Go low and slow at first and figure out and really listen to it. If it sounds angry, you probably want to dial it back yeah. uh, or stop it. Uh, and um, I actually, you know, I don't chatter. know if I'm my feet on this. I have, yeah, chatter is bad. If you hear like, <laughs> something's moving or it's just going too fast. Uh, and actually, I need to go and post the file. I have the whole wasteboard file for the Onefinity, uh, for the Journeyman, if that's the one you got. That has all the threaded inserts pre-cut. And then I even have oh, a yeah, file that's, for doing the... a good file to get from Pete. The sure. the whole, like, layout, like... The um, grid. The grid that... What's the... X-Carve had that. It was, like, popular with them. I made one for Metric and one for Imperial. I really need to post that. Really bad with that. But metric. that just reminded me. I know Metric for, you know, those people that... When you use bigger numbers for tiny things. <laughs> that's it. That's all it is. That sounds yeah, about right. That's it. I like that. Got some basic stuff. Get get used to it. Get used to the noise it makes. Right. That's it. That's all I Yeah, get. I can pretty much tell tell when uh something isn't right just by the sound of it. If I'm like mm-hmm. out in the yard playing with Max or something and, and my ear will just like peek up a little bit and I'm like, oh gosh, that was not right. Well, if you he- stop hearing cutting sounds and you're like oh freaking end mill broke you can like tell from Dang like the, across the house you're like damn yep yeah do that mike did you answer you no, he nope. doesn't have a onefinity he doesn't know what to do he's just starting out with his yeah, okay. swift would you like to answer mike would you like to i don't really have anything to say i mean he's on a Dan's whole different level flying, so there was yeah, a- my trip to rhode island was pretty nice i don't know what he's <laughs> talking about i will say that it's the trip to I will say, Mike, you need to just make some files. Yeah. Don't 
start going around asking people for files or trying to get files. No, don't make don't be scared. Um, Just jump in, man. Jump in and start doing stuff because that's the only way you're going to get good at that machine. <clears throat> so, uh, big thanks to our patrons. Big hey! thanks to everyone who shares the show. We appreciate the support. We won't be here next week. Like we were saying earlier, we will be off. There will be no show. So uh, we'll probably maybe do some – actually, the day we land, we'll probably – we'll do some lives for sure. Um, after that, I'm sure we'll be busy. So, But stay tuned. Follow us along for that Rubio Maker Challenge. That's going to be really fun. Big thanks to Rubio for inviting us We're all going to be sharing we our really stories for that. sure. Yep, yep, yep. We'll have a lot of that content for that. Um, and uh, we will be back in a couple weeks. So, uh, you know, share the show. Make this show be the biggest show we've ever had since we're going to be off for a week. You can yep. really get out there and get those downloads going. So next week, are we sharing the worst stuff? Worst stuff. <clears throat> Whatever you guys stuff. want it to be, we can figure it Medium, out when I hop on the plane. Medium stuff. So <laughs> I really like the idea of of playing like an early episode, but playing it backwards. <laughs> we, we should just do like a, a episode one. Oof, episode yeah, one backwards. That's a good idea. I know it's not. Uh, I know it's not. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> AWP. All right. Everyone, thanks for everything. Check out all our social medias and stores and give us some support. We really appreciate it. We love it. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye now. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Hey, love you a long time. Bye.